Hello and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG Podcast. I'm your host for today, Geminator, and with me as always is Ash. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. I had to rush home tonight, another diversion on the way back, but got here just about in time, so we're all good. Um, joining us uh, today is uh, Riverman. River, how are you doing, mate? You okay? Yeah, not bad, Jam. Uh, glad to be back on. Yeah, always glad to have you back on. Speaking of back on... Um, don't be a stranger. Rivers, uh, the person he often deputised for back in the day, is uh, is one of the podcast OGs, Joby. Thought to have you back on, mate. How are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. It's really, really good to be back on. It seems like forever that I haven't been on a podcast. Um, I was just looking back at the old podcast, actually, and I thought, I wonder when number one was. And it was August the 26th, 2018. Mm, that's a long so time ago. That is a long time. But yeah, it's great to be back. The last when the last World Cup had finished, if you think about it. Well, so, yeah, we've been on for a whole World Cup cycle, Ash. How about that? <laughs> yeah, and we've still not won it. Oh well. Um, right, boys. So we'll uh, we're just going to run down a very brief agenda. We're going to talk a bit about Div One, Two, and Three, obviously, with golf and F One chucked in for good measure. We'll then talk a bit about the World Cup content we've seen from Joe over the past week or so, with obviously that happening in real life. Um, but I guess there's one place to start, Ash, and that's uh, that's with Div One. Um, runners and riders, unfortunately, we've got Berger at the top, mm. standard at the moment. He seems to be running away with the division. Um, towards the bottom, unfortunately, is Morris, very much the opposite of running away with the division, just running towards Division 3 at the moment. Um, but it, it, elsewhere, it's quite close. So, mm. I mean, we'll start with, with the top of the table. Um, Berger, infamous for something else that happened on the site um, today <laughs> and last night. But uh, we'll start with his league form. Yeah. Seems to be imperious as always. Only was, lost one game so far. Yeah. Doesn't look like he's going to drop many more points. Huh? No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, he has got, obviously, two games more than Brian, uh, who's on 32 points. So if Brian wins those two games, and maybe we we'll have a Brian and Berger title race. Um, but yeah, I mean he's only lost one game out of 16. Um, there's no real surprises there. Um, I just hope that Brian can give him a good run until the end of the season, and he's not got it wrapped up in the next sort of four games or so. Mm. I mean River, we, we sort of mentioned there just about the, the situation with Berger as to what happened at time of recording last night slash this morning. Um, do you want to maybe just recap that for the listeners, River? Um, well, he, he won one of the uh, raffles, um, World, World Cup raffles, didn't make a player pick and has uh, forfeited the pick. Uh, I mean, do we, my, do we think that's... Do we, do we think that's um, some sort of elaborate like willy wave to say like this is how much money i've got and how good my team is no but, you know that no, he chose no. not to pick some money what, what do you think about it no he's burger don't be stupid he's not gonna, <laughs> think, gonna think that a chance to add another player to his team of course he is especially when he's wage free no i don't think that's any kind of elaborate willy wave whatsoever i just think for whatever reason as is the case he wasn't online able to pick forgot about it whatever um and i'm sure we'll discuss this in more depth at the end of the show but yeah i can't see that that i that being a willy wave i i can't see it's burger isn't it he'll take the player if he can i mean we, we sort of talk about um wages there you just touched on it. obviously he's wage free this season um we, we've sort of briefly chatted on the site about what will happen next season when he's not wage free and how quick it'll be able to get rid of his players some people saying oh nobody buy off him and he'll be buggered well, yeah, that was me. Be, well, people, I think Storm said it as well. People will buy off him because if he sells someone for a scudo, they'll take him. Yeah, of course they will. He's, he's know, not if, happy, if, is 
No, if he came to you and said, do you want to um, um, carry Maddie Amy for five million, you'd say yes. So, you know, it's not um, it's not going to happen. It'd be nice if it did, but it's not. That um, of course it's not. <laughs> I think it, it sort of compounds it even more as well. And uh, Joby, I guess I'll come to you on this one. So um, Berger is pound for pound. He's probably got one of the best teams in across the division. I was just looking at it now. He sits third out of the three divisions for top wages at 13,000, uh, 13,580,000. But that's only with 19 players. Um, he's got a squad average of just over 74, which is, yeah, not the best, but still is, is one of the highest. Obviously, it's still the, one of the best. Um, do we think that's part and parcel as to why he's so dominant, or is it just because he's he's probably a better player than than the rest? What, what do you think? Do you know, I think the fact that he's genuinely good at the game is 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 probably one of the reasons why he... I mean, uh, whether you could give him a lower-ranked team um, and less players, I still think he could do as much damage as if the team that he's got now. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I don't think it would make much difference, to be honest, If unless you gave him a team full of, you know, League 2 players or something like that. Um, Slow players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Slow players. Uh, you know, I don't think it would make that much difference, to be honest. Mm. Fair enough. I mean, m- moving on from from Berger, we won't dwell on him too much. Um, like you said, Ash, it's it's sort of tight between him and Brian to a point, but then after that, obviously, you've got Disco, who is you know eleven points behind with the same games played. Then you've got Sean, yourself, etc. So, hmm. um, obviously, yourself seem to be in quite good form at the moment. How's your uh, your yep. season been since the last podcast? Yes. So, uh, Top Cat and Disco Dukes, twelve points. Um, you know, I mean, both games, especially sort of against Disco. It's typical FIFA bollocks that was on show, but um, you know, you take the six points. Um, I mean, for me, it's it's having the goal difference this time around of ten. Um, you know, the last couple of seasons I've been towards the bottom in terms of goal difference and in the negative. So um, I'm hoping that the ten goal difference will come into a factor come the end of the season. Um, but if we can I keep think that on was picking, against me, wasn't it? That all yeah. those against me. I think. Yeah, there was. A, <laughs> I think the hammering came against you. Um, but yeah, I mean, as Berger says, you know, in in his stance, if you can take three points a game now, um, and for me, if I can take three points a game between now and the end of the season, and sort of stay away from that relegation scrap, then uh, I will be happy. I mean, there's ten points I think at the moment between myself in fifth and you in twelfth. Uh, yeah. So it's not a big, I mean, that's what, maybe two or three, you know, three games and then yeah. you're sort of looking over it, your I shoulder. Think it, I think I would, I would say you're safe. I, I think you're safe. I don't think that there's much risk of, of anything happening there. You know, myself, etc. you know, Charlie and Morris were down there for a reason. Um, I think you'll be, I think you'll be all right. Um, River and, and Joby, Joby, I'm going to come to you first. So I, I, I've said for a while now, I think personally, um, Charlinho is in the wrong division. I think you should have been in this division. And I think he should have been in division two. Um, my, my main reason for that is having seen head to head results, having played yourself, especially I've not actually played him yet, but seeing his results as well. I think, um, I think that should have been the way around. Do you think you'd have fared better than him? Had you been in this position? Um, it's a tough one to say, really. I mean, without, without trying to sound big-headed, obviously. Yeah, you know, no, like, yeah. no. I, I, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, disrespect him and say he should be in 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 the in Division Two and I should be in Div, Div One. Um, I think it's just one of those things that at the time they had to make a decision and that's the way it went. It, if it would have gone the other way, you never know. 
I might have been getting absolutely hammered by everybody in the Prem and I could be in exactly the same position as Charlie and, and we'd be having the reverse sort of conversation. So, yeah, you can never really tell. Um, one I want to touch on with you, River, is uh, is Morris. So he's he's bottom of the division. Uh, he's 14th. He's got no wins. Obviously, yourself, have, uh, you've been through this recently in Division 1. Um, what must he be thinking right now? Try and get a win. Um, I'm just thinking he's... he's um... He's threatening to do what I nearly did last year and go through mm. the season without a win. Fortunately, I managed to pick up a little bit at the end of the season. I think I ended up winning two or three in the last mm. three or four match days. But, oh, yeah, it's, it's just not fun. When you're at this division, I was just looking at that when we was talking about for relegation purposes. And Morris and Charlino cut adrift a little bit there. And mm. I think they are outclassed there. But then you look up that and there's yourself, Top Cat, Sweaty Aaron. It's like mm. the, there's some really good players here. It's such a tough division. But yeah, I think um, I say I think the bottom two are cast adrift. And in in the words of Eamon Raz, as far as Morris goes in Division One, it's Morris leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is our t- that should be our title podcast. Ash, write that down. That will be today's title in stern voice. Morris leave. Um, yeah, no, I, I think look for me. Um, you know, I played him not so long ago, uh, 2-1 in, in one of the league games, then 8-0 in the other one. And it was just one of those games, like you said, Ash, you know, everything I hit went in. Um, and, and in the 2-1, to be fair, you know, again, it was <clears throat> his keeper had a blinder to keep it 2-1, really, if, if we're being honest. Um, it sort of it begs the question, doesn't it? You know, we, um, we all pretty much clamoured for back to go to back to three divisions. Um, pretty much unanimously, I, I believe, if I'm remembering right. Um, arguably, River, you could say that if we weren't three divisions, if we actually were back at four, this would look at, you know, me and Top Cat would be the top two in Division Two. Um, and you would say that Division One would be a lot tighter. Now, obviously, only, yeah, you're taking out the, the, the you know, the, the, the wins against the, the people who are in the bottom four at the moment. Um, but you're absolutely right. It, it just seems to be a bit of a mad one this season. Um, when I spoke to Morris, we were saying how everybody is just, you, there's no let up. You look and you see where your next points are coming from. And I guess you probably felt the same when you were there. Yeah, Christ, yeah. It's, um, th- there are the players, say, who are always going to be towards the top end of Division 1. Your Burgers, your Bryans, etc. But mm. look, if you said you were in Top Cat, if that bottom four was in Division 2... Mm. Sweaty's bottom of Division One. Aaron's yeah. second bottom. Mm. That's absolutely ridiculous. It's um the top ten, twelve players on the site. Yeah, it's just where do your points come from when you come up into that division? Unless you get somebody who comes in or particularly likes, so or we come to social obviously when we do Division Two, has really taken to a FIFA comes up if. I come up, Jeff comes up, Joby comes up. Where do you, where do you look for to get your points to stay up? Hmm. It's ridiculously I mean, does, strong. Again, I'll ask you first, and then I'll ask Joby. I mean, River, does it does it come into you thinking that maybe you want to ease off a little bit towards the end of the season or not? No, no, you, not in the you, slightest. You, no, okay. I I whinge like a bastard if I manage to get <laughs> to got no points again next season. But no, it doesn't. I mean, I, as we said before, I don't think I'm good enough. I've got a lot of tough games left. But no, if I got into the playoffs, damn sure I'm trying to win them. Mm. Joby? Yeah, I'm exactly the same. 
if I got promoted up into up into the uh, Division One, I'm I'm trying to smash everyone that I can. Obviously, that may not happen, but yeah, I, there's no way that I would sort of let off and think, you know, I'm going to have it nice and easy in Div Two. I'm going to, you know, just grab some wins and I'll just if I get smashed eight nil every game in the in the Premier or in Division One, should I say? I'm there for a reason, so it's yeah. You, you want to be in the top division, don't you? You want to be playing the better players, and the only way you get better is by beating or attempting to beat better players. So if you if you're playing people that you're smashing five nil every game, you're not going to really improve. Um, so yeah, I, I, you you've got to be playing in a high. You want you want to be playing in the Premier. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And again, when I went down to Division Two at the time, it was it was great fun when I was down there. Um, but again, when you're putting your wits against the guys that are the best in the division, it, it is fun. It is uh, masochistically fun, let's say. Um, but uh, but yeah, right. We'll, we'll leave Division One there, boys. Um, we'll head over to uh, to Joe with the uh, the F1 segment, and then we'll come back and talk about Division Two. So, Joe, when you're ready, take it away. Thanks, guys, and as always, thanks for having me back for another F1 roundup. It's interesting times in the F1 at the moment. We are four weeks into season three of F1 2021, and we have two very, very tight championships. So far, like I said, we've had four weeks. We've had races in Imola, Italy, Japan, and Mexico on Monday night, just gone. We'll take a quick look through the divisions one by one. Looking at Division 1 firstly, the first week in uh, Imola, it was a win for X Morris. Some accusations of uh, a bit of tank in there, but he ran a very good race. He won by 15 seconds and he had a fastest lap as well. Absolutely scorched everyone. Looking at week two, it was a win for Jaminator. He took that in a very close race by 0.7 of a second for Mika Fika, who was in second place, who marked the shark in third. It was our third different winner in week three in Japan. That was Sweaty Bananas. He won that by 11 seconds from Muba Forever and Ash Cohen in third place. And then on to week four, again, another different winner. Burger Boy won that race by five seconds from X Morris. Sweaty Bananas in third and Jaminator in fourth. As you'll have heard, the results have changed rounds quite a lot. It seems like everyone's got a chance every week and that's reflected in the table. We've got DX Jaminator leading the way on 57 points. Burger Boy on 53, Sweaty Bananas on 48, Ash Cohen on 45, X Morris on 44, Mark the Shark on 41, and Mika Fika on 40. That's the first seven in the championship, um, only 17 points apart, so there really is everything to play for. Take a look at Division 2 then. Again, it's very much the same. Week 1 in Imola, it was a win for Red Rhinoceros. He won that by six seconds from Riverman with Paul Laws in third and Bertie in fourth place. On the second week, it was Paul Laws. He went one better than last week. He won that race by a good 27 seconds from Big B. Riverman in third place, Red Rhino in fourth, and a fastest lap for Hilly, who was back in ninth place. Week three, on to um, Japan. It was a win for It's Only Jeff. He won that by nine seconds. We had Satie in second place, Diadex in third place, and Red Rhino in fourth place. A fastest lap for Riverman, down in eighth place. Week four, Mexico, again, a different winner again. We had Payne Wills on the top of the grid. Uh, he won that by two seconds from Riverman. Red Rhinoceros in third place. Paul Lowe's in fourth and Bertie in fifth. Again, quite a few different winners there. You can tell the same guys that have been sort of in and around the top three and top four. And again, that is reflected in the table. So we've got Red Rhinoceros top of the table at the moment on 64 points in this Ferrari. We've got Paul Lowe's in second place on 60 points. 
Riverman in third place on 56, and then we've got Itzel and Jeff on 41, Sadie on 30, and Bertie on 32. Again, pretty much everything to play for. Both divisions are close. There's no one running away with it. Um, it should be an interesting season. We've got eight races left, I believe. Um, if anyone wants to get involved, guys, there is still space available. You might not get the applicable car to your skill level, but there is spaces. Um, send me a PM, get in touch. Eight weeks left. It's an easy two million scooter every week. Plus a raffle ticket. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you again. Uh, thank you very much for that, Joe. Uh, right then, boys. So, Division 2. Um, we'll uh, have a quick look at how we're doing. So, Sofa, as you alluded to earlier on, Phil is absolutely smashing it. 14 played, 14 won. Nothing lost, nothing drawn. Um, he scored just, just the 80 goals. Um, and has a goal difference of 55. <laughs> his, his goal difference is better. His goal difference compared to the next best is better than the goal difference of the next best which is just unreal um and then we've got jeff river yourself joe and joby yourself make up the top five so um joby we'll start with you obviously first division uh, first uh, season sorry back in the uh, in the divisions in the ag setup how have you found it uh, it looks like it's been quite promising do you know it's, it's been a really good start since uh, i was favorite for most people to get relegated this season um I'm quite happy the way I've done it. The only games I've lost so far are two against Sofa, and that's exactly the same as what everybody else has done. So yeah. um, I just thought to myself, I, I need to pick up three points per game, as like most people say, um, and I've, I've, I've won six and drawn six. So do you know what? I'm, I'm quite happy with that. Um, I mean, at the start of the season, I played my head-to-heads, and I was getting battered left, right, and centre. But I, I put that, that I was only just coming back, getting used to the new game, same as everybody else, and it's. I've gone for the tactic now of if you're going to score four, I've got to score five because I cannot defend in this game for love nor money. So if if, if you're scoring four, I've got to score five, and that's just the way I've I've gone. But I'm really, but I'm really enjoying being back. It's it's, it's been really really fun. Good. It's good to have you back, mate, as well, and great to have you back on the podcast as well. As I'm sure the listeners would probably agree, uh, or most of them anyway. Um, uh, River, I mean, you know, talking about if you're going to score four, I've got to score five. How's your season going? <laughs> I've got to score five because uh, my opponent's damn sure scoring four. Um, yeah, so it literally yeah. It just sounds like a copy, cook, paste of what you always say. Yeah, it's um, well, you guys, and I think everyone who probably is sad enough to listen to the podcast playing on the site. Which we all do. We all. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on a sec. What are you on about? Savage. Not, not that. No, that come across wrong. I mean, we're all sad enough to play FIFA and listen to and participate in this. You know what I mean? I didn't word that very well at all. Um, but everybody who will listen to the podcast knows um, how I play FIFA, and I can't defend for Toffee. Which I mean, Sofa's eighty goals scored is stupidly impressive. But 25 against, and Jeff's got 20 against. So the key, I think, is not conceding goals. Um, and I'm never going to be able to do that. Um, I know you were not going to want reminding of this, but in the last podcast, because I'm one of those people who's sad enough to listen to it, um, you were going on about the podcast derby and getting smashed by Ash. Um, we've just had the podcast derby light, because me and Joby just played um, early on this week. And... We both absolutely screwed ourselves it over. It was a shocker, wasn't it? Phil, it was a shocker. Yeah, both equalising in the last minute against each other. So we only got two points each. <laughs> we, um, literally, we literally screwed each other over in the 95th minute of each game. <laughs> it was ridiculous. 
the thing with it is, you're absolutely right, and I get what you're saying in terms of, you know, don't concede, you don't lose, 100%, but that's, there's more to it than that, I think, isn't there? You've got, you have to be, um, you have to be good going forward as well. You have to be clinical. You have to take your chances. Anybody who will have played me in head-to-heads knows I can create chances in any game against anybody, but I just, I'll finish one in four. And one in four is not good enough in Division 1. It's just simply not good enough. Whereas you see what Sofa does when I play him in head-to-heads. He goes forward on a counter-attack. He genuinely scores pretty much most chances. He's lethal at the front as well as being tight at the back. And it's, like you said, River, it's a, it's a deadly combo. Yeah, that, that, that is a bit of a, a dangerous combination. Yeah, look, I'd say going forward, I can be wasteful at times, but it's not often. I mean, it, it was different when I was in Division 1, as we alluded to earlier, but it's not often I go through games now without getting goals. I've, I, I had a little spell, but I've got my mojo back going forward. I can't defend for Toffee. I've got a really bloody good defence. No, I can't defend for Toffee. Mm. It's ridiculous. I can see three or four goals each game. And in Division 2, I've got got a, char- got a fighting chance against most people. I've yet to experience the joys of uh, playing Sophie yet, though, on this FIFA. So that's a couple of defeats coming my way, probably about 8 nil by the sounds of things. River, and just, think, just saying on that, that's the exact reason that I got rid of my 80-rated keeper. Because I was like, I- I'm going to concede goals. What's the difference between having an 80-rated keeper and a 75-rated keeper? I'm still going to leak goals. They might stop one. One shot per, per game, maybe. Um, well, actually, I- I'm-, I'm different on that, because I've always thought having a good goalkeeper... Yeah, FIFA goalkeepers are FIFA goalkeepers. <laughs> but since I've got Lafontaine, who's 80-rated, um, he saved me a lot of points and a lot of oh, goals. You think it's made a difference? Yeah, I, I, I genuinely do. I mean, I had Meslier before. He was fairly decent. But I think uh, Lafont has been really, really good for me and has potentially turned uh, draws into wins and um, got me some points I wouldn't have got otherwise. Oh, that's interesting. has been very, very good. Yeah, very I think, interesting, that. I think one of the things as well, just to point out, I mean... Um, River, like you say, you're third at the moment, Joe, but you're fifth. Um, would you fancy your chances in a, in a playoff between, obviously, yourselves and, and, as it stands, me as well? Who do you think is going to come out on top in that one? Obviously, Joe's in there as well. I think it'd be, it'd be a tough fight, wouldn't it, out of those four? Whoever, whoever wins, well, I was going to say, whoever wins that deserves deserves it, really, don't they? Um, it, it'll be tough. It'll be tough. Like, like Jam, to be honest... We, I, I remember playing you in a head-to-head and I was getting absolutely smashed. I was changing tactics left, right and centre. And I played you in a head-to-head and I beat you and something just clicked. And then the game after, which is about half an hour later, I played um, Mark the Shark and I beat him 5-1 and 7-3. And I was like, right, I finally I found a tactic that works. Mark then went on and did a rage sale saying all his players are shit and this, that and the other. Um, <laughs> Which made me feel great because I thought, well, <laughs> it's not me, it's his players. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think I reckon I could hold my own against most of the guys at the bottom of of Div One. Hmm. I I would agree. To be fair, I would. Um, speaking of the bottom of Div One, let's move to the bottom of the Div Two. Uh, Ash, we've we've got some familiar faces down here. Um, mm. Dio, it looks like his time in Division Two might be running out. He um, he seems to be struggling in in a lot of the games he's coming up against now. Mm. Um, same with uh, with Hilly, really very similar to yeah. Charlino and Morris in Division One. Mm. 
Um, do you think that they're the two that are going to face the drop and, and Brian Storm will be fighting it out for that 13th, uh, sorry, that 12th and 11th position? Um, Diodex, definitely. I think his goal difference, minus 43. Um, I mean, I'd be interested to know how many of those goals came against Sofa um, going off his <laughs> uh, going off his goal difference. Um, so, yeah, I think even if he sort of stays around the point mark, um you know, I mean, just looking at those around him, it's difficult to see that. Uh, that goal difference is going to play a big, big part. Um, in terms of the 11th, 12th and 13th, though, it, it really... I don't see, you know, those above hit uh, those three there, Paul Lowe's, Plunkett, Mark, I don't see them getting dragged into it. So I think 11th, 12th and 13th will be Storm, Brian, Hilly. What order, mm, you would argue, based on, uh, obviously looking at the goal difference and the games played, that Hilly is at the moment the favourite. But, I mean, Bry, I'd like to know what's happened with Bry this season because when I've played him in the past, he's been a really, really good player. But he's only had three wins all season. Um, I that, that, that surprises me. Um, but, yeah, I think, it's, I think Hilly will probably survive and I think it's going to come down to goal difference rather than points. Yeah, I think um, I think you might be right. I think you might be right. And again, I think you know when you when you see that much of a, a deficit on goal difference, it is like points, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's it's irretrievable. Um, just a quick one. I mean, Joby mentioned about Mark uh, River. Um, you know, he he often does recycle players a lot. Uh, we've seen um, one player up in the division uh, for sale recently, Renato Sanchez. Um, very very good player. Um, what's your take on on that transfer thread and some of the offers that he received? Um, would would you have dealt on any of them? Would you think it's his valuation is too high? What what's your thoughts? And it's hard to say because he is a very very good player, Renato Sanchez. We know that on FIFA, mm. he's always been very very good. Um, Mark sometimes obviously wants two or three players of a similar standard for him, though. It looks like to me like he wants two sort of like seventy nine eighty rated players for him. Well, if that's me and he wants a two of my 80-weighted players for him. I'm not doing it as good as Renato Sanchez is. Um, the the one that you know I'm going to come to, I think this is why you asked me this question, is Berger's offer, isn't it? Mm. Where Berger's trying to recycle three of his subs again for a player. <laughs> just like he did with Soggy to get older Traore. I mean, look, they, they're, they're good, they are good subs. Let's be honest, they're good players. They are oh, still yeah, good yeah. players, you know. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah, they're, they're, they're those subs. Soggy, yes. What's, um, what's that, that, that mantra? Is it like one man's trash is another man's treasure? Yeah, but um, um, I think you know. um, Berger did make a good point when Mark said, well, Mark made a good point initially saying, look, if you're going to get my player, I want one of your best players and mm-hmm. rather than two or three players that you don't use, that you don't deem good enough for your side. If I'm going to give you my best player, I want one of your best players. So I completely understand that. Yeah. And then I, I, I do get Berger's response to it of saying, well, um, that's three good players. You're not necessarily going to get offered that by other people. And this goes back to what you were saying earlier about just how strong Berger's squad is at the moment. Mm. Obviously, very, helpful it is. by the, uh, the the wage free season, which is why I say I don't think that he deliberately missed that pick because add another good player to it. You can add that onto a deal for a player as well. What what would you have done? Uh, what, with the offer he made? Mm. It depends what the rest of my side is. I haven't looked at the rest of Mark's side in 
um, detail to know where he needs to strengthen, to be honest. Mm. Um, I say they're three decent players he offered, but does Mark need them in those positions? Will that make him better overall? I'd have to have a look at Mark's side. And obviously, the way I play the game is the way it's different to how Mark plays the game. So um, it, it might be that it'd be totally different for both of us. Mm, true. Okay, um, right. We'll, we'll leave Division Two there, um, boys. We'll we'll head over to uh, speak to Bertie for a second and, and get some information on the golf, and then we'll uh, we'll finish off with um, with a bit of Division Three chat. So, Bertie, when you're ready, take it away with the golf, please. Greetings from the AG Clubhouse. We have been running a series of trial events for the last few weeks on both the 21 and 23 version of PGA Tour. We are finally now at an end and ready to start Season 17 of the AG Tour. Week 1 we visit the Motor City and play Detroit Golf Club and how appropriate it is so that Harry, our good friend, sponsors it. It's called the Harry's Body Shop Open. We are using a new handicap system this season which is based on the real life WHS and that will hopefully accommodate the fact that we are playing on two different versions of the game. So no matter which version of the game you want to play on, the courses will be there, the tournaments will be set up, just join and play two rounds, takes about an hour, and you get two million scudo. Until next time, thanks guys. Thank you very much, Bertie. Right, boys, Division 3, um, a very familiar look, actually, to the one we just come from in Division 2. We've got uh, someone in uh, in Central Europe who's doing quite well at the top of the division. Loads of green at the top there. Uh, Eamon Raz with his, uh, with his squad of unknown talent. Um, River, he sits top on um, uh, 12 played, 11-1, 1 drawn, 0 losses. Rhino and Tunners are sort of hot on his heels, but they've played considerably more games. So I think it looks like at the moment, it's definitely Razzis to lose by the sounds of it. Yeah, totally. Um, has, hasn't lost a game. Has only failed to win one game. Games in hand. Yeah, if he doesn't win it from here, um, that's a that's a rhino-esque bottle job, isn't it? <laughs> I think you could probably consider that for sure. Yeah, I mean, t- talking about Rhino Joby um, again. Obviously, I know he's sort of the sort of person you'd be playing head-to-heads against because he's, he's often online at the time that a lot of people get those games in. Um, what do you make of his chances of finally getting that promotion to gold this season? I think this is his season. I think it's going to oh, be we, this season. We say it, we I know, say it all we the time. You said it when you were on the podcast back <laughs> in the day, man. And that was, we've just said that was four years ago. Uh, yeah, but I do feel like the way he's going at the moment, you know, it, I, I think it's going to be his time. He's scoring plenty of goals. He's conceding as well. I mean, his goal difference is only 19 compared to sort of Aaron's, uh, which is Raz's seven, um, 27. Um, but it's it's the second highest in the league. I think that'll just, you know, it kind of gives you an extra point, doesn't it, at the end of the day. But I, I think this could, fingers crossed, for for Rhino's sake, uh, be his season. Mm. Okay. Ash, what do you make of the rest of those playoff contenders and, and division hopefuls? I mean, do you think Tunners or Wince can come from behind? I mean, looking at Winch, you know, he's um, he's seven points behind Tunners, but two games left less played. Mm. And we know Wince can put a run of games together. I mean, I think looking at that, Probably from Curly down, it's probably two 
it's not too late for any of them, I guess, because they can put a few wins together. Yeah, but, but realistically, uh, it's going to be one of the top four. Realistically, you do you see any of Soggy downwards pushing into the sort of playoff spots? No, I don't really. Realistically, I, 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 don't I would even so. argue the same with Payne as well. I would even argue the same with Payne. His his form has been quite scattergun this season. Mm. Um, I, I would say that it's going to be one of the top four that pushes on for those two division, uh, two top places in the division. Yeah, I mean, you said Wince. Uh, I mean, Wince has that ability to put together a run of form, and if he wins these games in hand he'll actually go second um mm. you know in, into above rhino um i don't think personally rhino will stay in second um i think he'll fall into the playoff spots um yeah i mean even if you look at tunnel i mean tunnels has got two games in hand in him he's only a couple of goals behind on goal difference i mean mm. what rhino will need to avoid is that he, he's obviously he has got the second best um, in that division, he needs to avoid a couple of big defeats in the last couple of games. Um, and again, it, it could be another position and another time where goal difference plays a big part. Um, well, you can see the goal difference of the top four is is sizable compared to Curly downwards. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. I mean, I, I agree with what River said. If Raz, I think you know, is Raz is to lose. Um, and I'm interested. He's not lost a game. Only he's conceded 17 goals. I'm, you know, I'm intrigued to see if he can sort of carry on that goal-scoring form and give uh, give Sofa a run for his money in terms of most goals and goal difference. Maybe though, no, maybe I'm being a bit ambitious, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think Raz will win the title, barring something monumental. Um, mm. But second to fifth is is all to play for. I just. Yeah, I, I I just don't see Rhino finishing second, um, yeah. out of those those spots. But maybe he proved me wrong. Don't worry, Rhino, I got your back. <laughs> um, I mean, Joby, looking at the bottom two, uh, Andy Brill and Worm, it all looked so positive for Andy Brill at the start of the season. He was riding high in sort of seventh or eighth place, um, and, and unfortunately we've just seen a bit of a drop in form. I don't think he's picked up a win in his last nine games or something like that. Um, he's uh, he's struggling. Now he's back down to, to sort of where he we're used to seeing him. Um, do you think that there's any chance of, of, of Andy or we're managing to sort of get out of that bottom three? I mean, we know it's not a relegation place, but still. Yeah, I don't know. It, when you're on the, a bit of bad form and you're, you're constantly losing every week, um, it, it gets a bit, it gets you down and you, your confidence is just shattered. And to try and drag yourself up, you've got to be looking at where are you going to get points from? You know, if your next if your next sort of four games are against sort of you know Rhino and and Tunners, say, you know, you're thinking, oh god, and then I've got to play Wince, and then I've, uh, and then I've got to play Raz, and you know, and then you get into that point, and you go, I'm not going to get any points here. I might as well just go for it. And then if you go to attacking, you're going to start conceding, or you know, it's it's going to be tough for them. I I, I think they them the bottom two are going to stay where they are. Hmm. Okay. Um. <sighs> You would argue, River, that um, in, in a stern voice, Raz wants to leave the division now um, and obviously and head back up to, uh, to Division 2. Do we think, obviously, we've seen him sort of bounce back up and down. Do we think that him or Rhino, if indeed Rhino gets so do you think they'd have a chance of staying up or will it be sort of straight back down to Division 3 if they get up there? They'll have a chance. Um, Raz is obviously a decent player because he um, does it with an absolute team of shitters. So um, it begs that... the question, doesn't it? But it's, it's it's like the anti-burger, isn't it? It begs the question. Not saying burgers shit with good players, yeah, but you know it begs the question. If you give him a, a team like burgers, 
how how good could he be? That that's the question, isn't it? Yeah, but we don't really know because Raz is Raz. He's a bit weird, isn't he? Um, he just likes all these random players. And would he be good with good players? You don't know. They might not fit the Maybe way not. he plays. Yeah. Um, he, so he's obviously a good player, but he's never really stuck in Division Two before. Uh, partly maybe because his players aren't as good as anyone else's. Um, he'd have a chance of staying up, certainly. Wouldn't be wouldn't be someone you'd look at and go, oh, God, he's coming, definitely, definitely coming straight back down. But you'd think he'd probably be in the mix. Um, and if Rhino were to go up, um, yeah, the same sort of thing. He'd fancy his chance to potentially try to stay up, but would he be good enough? But, I mean, the thing is, he's not going to go up, is he? Because it's Rhino. So are we going to say with Raz that in Division 3, it's the players that he's playing against, but when he goes up to Division 2, it's the team, it's the players in the team, if you know what I mean. It's a, um, it's a good point. It's a good point. Why Why is it one for one and one for another? Yeah. I, I don't doubt that he is of sufficient quality to get out of Division 3 and hold his own in Division 2, regardless of his playing squad. My argument is more the hypothesis of how good could he be if he if he adopted the same type of squad building situation that everybody else does in terms of trying to get good players, fast players, pacey, you know, whatever. Um, players that are the, you know, quote-unquote meta, um, uh, you know, t- towards the game, rather than players that he enjoys that are a bit more obscure. Um, Ash, is there anything we've, we've missed for Division 3 that you want to pick up on? I mean, you know, Soggy, doing his normal Soggy thing, he's bang there in the middle of the division, <laughs> yeah. uh, with nearly a zero goal difference. Mm. Um I mean, he just seems to be plodding along as normal. Um, yeah. Is there is there any anyone else in Division Three you want to pick up on? Um, my good friend Harry. Um, I was going to say we haven't spoke about Harry. We haven't talked we? about Harry. Um, I try not to. I try not yeah. to. He's only. I mean, he, he's only. Uh, he's on the same points as Andy Brill, although he's got his two games in hand on Andy. Um, it's all got. I mean, he's lost his last five games. He's. He's had a 6-3 hammering. He's had a 4-3 uh, loss to pain. He's lost 7-2 to pain. Um, he's lost to Rhino twice. It's just... Um, yeah. It's not good, Harry. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, he's struggling, bless him. But again, look, you know, you never know. I think I still back him based on no form whatsoever. I think he'll finish 10th and above. I think he'll get out of the bottom three. It'll be Lost Boy or Gaz that drops in. I reckon Gaz has got a bit of a, a bad run in him, but we'll see. Um, right, boys, we'll leave Division 3 chat there. Just to, to round off before we leave you tonight, um, one of the things we've seen recently uh, with obviously the World Cup happening in, in real life is we've seen some World Cup-based content in the form of BFAs, raffles, etc. Um, just wanted to get your thoughts on, on how you found it, really. I think it's been quite refreshing. It's been it's been nice to see a bit of change to, to the site used it myself to bring in two good players um ash what have you thought have you, have you had a little flutter on the raffles or on the bfa yet i have yep um contrary to some uh, some belief from certain members on the site that i do very well in the raffles i haven't actually won one yet out of this world cup thing but no it's um it's been really good i like the uh, i like what joe's done with it it's been a really really good idea um it's mixed it up a little bit and um yeah it's been some interesting player picks um you know that people have picked from uh, from winning the raffles. Um, in, but, go on, pick, like like what, like low 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 rated? Or? No, I mean just like you know, obviously you bought in uh, Molina, didn't you? Was it from a raffle raffle win? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, Molina for, for I needed I can, a right back. Yeah, for a right back for for a long time. Um, so yeah, that was that was desperate really. Mm. Um, 
13 I minutes. actually have my mind on um, I was originally going to go for a different one um, but uh, he was already in the sheet just spelt wrong so I thought I'd fucked up massively by bidding uh, but managed to find the, the one that was suitable so it was uh, good and he's come in and done well to be fair he's, he's done very well mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah no, I think it's just nice to have a mm. bit of a, a, a bit of a refresh and a bit of a rethink of how we can do these things mm. um river what do you think have you have you found it good have you had a go yet yeah i, I thought it was a really good idea I, the first day it was done and we had the 75 and 78 rated options which i think was for the group two fixtures wasn't it the 75 mm. didn't go and the 78 i bid like 100k at the last minute because no one had bid on it and Payne won it with like five million. I thought, oh, no one's going to be interested in these, particularly the 75 rated ones. And then the other groups were really, really successful. So, yeah, I think it's been really good, particularly with the raffle ideas as well, because obviously that gives you uh, people a chance with less money and so on. Um, other than the fact Burger keeps winning the bloody things. Um, but, yeah, I think it's been a really good idea based around the World Cup. And I think overall it's been, yeah, a big success. Cool. Joby, have you had a look? I've had a little look, yeah. I've not actually been involved in it myself. Um, I'm quite happy with the team I've got. Um, and I think if I start pissing about with it and swapping players around and getting players in, uh, I'm just, for this first season, I just want to, people have been offering like this, that and the other for Sar. I'm just trying to keep my squad for this season and just get through it. Start again next season and then look into bringing in new players. So I've, I've, I've had a little look and it's a great idea. It's a great idea. Uh, but I've not I've not really been involved much myself. Fair enough. I mean, again, I, for what it's worth, boys, I think just keep it coming. I've really enjoyed it. So, yeah, um, onwards and upwards. Let's hope uh, England do well and we get into uh, the latter stages and we uh, we see some big BFA uh, and raffles going on. Um but boys we'll leave it there um again thank you so much for coming on uh really nice to have you both back on river thank you very much uh, can i just touch on one point jam before we disappear about raffles um and the the burger thing that we mentioned briefly before about not picking the player and saying i don't Mm. think it was um any kind of willy wave i think for some reason he just hadn't been on the site or forgot or whatever um i know we don't like doing this on the podcast do we but i think that was really harsh on burger yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what your thoughts on it are, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, the rules of the raffle that says you have to make a pick by a certain time. Now, obviously, if he's gone a day, two days, three days, whatever, and hasn't picked, you go, yeah, you're taking the piss, you can lose it. But to, I mean, he might have gone to bed early, could have been up for work early in the morning, and then just not had a chance to do it by midday. I thought that was really harsh, not letting him pick. I don't know. I think it, I find it kind of hard to have any empathy, really, with that one. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> no, I, I think it was fair. I think it was fair. More of it. I think you should have had a player removed as well. <laughs> well, okay. We'll get on board for that one, then. Take it that way. Um, but no, yeah. I, again, it, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I think, you know, how often are people on the site? Um, I think if you check, Joe might have checked. He might have been on the site at the time. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, thank you very much for coming on, you two. Really appreciate it. Um, hopefully, it won't be so long, Joby, before we get you on the next one. Yeah, um, hopefully, it won't be another four years or something like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, fingers, it's, good, it's good to be back. 
Good. Fingers crossed. Well, look, we'll, we'll leave it there, boys. Ash, thank you very much for pushing the buttons as always. Um, as, as we would always say, obviously, boys, if anyone wants to come on, please do give me or Ash a, a message. We do this at the end of the day as uh, content for the site, and we won't continue to do it or be able to continue to do it unless we get people coming on. And as much as we love hearing River and Burger's voice, we can't just expect them to do it all on their own. So get involved. Um, again, it takes, what, an hour of your time tops. Uh, not much prep work at all is needed. So, yeah, give us a bell if you want to want to come on. Uh, but, yeah, thank you very much, boys. We'll... Uh, We'll leave it there and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Take care.